Welcome to the Sarah HQ podcast and on this episode I have with me the beautiful Samantha Justine and we will be talking about roadmap to $10,000 a month for coaches and service provider and we'll be diving into the seven crucial keys you must have to break through to your first 10k month. Welcome Sammy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Finally, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> how, how has everything been? How's uh, business and everything? Pretty good so far. So um, I've been pretty much busy this past couple of months um, working on, on um, something huge, a project that I've been working on. And I'm excited to share that with everyone. Oh, that's really, really awesome. <laughs> So, thank you. First of all, let me share a little bit about Samantha Justine. She's an international digital marketing expert. So she helps coaches, consultants, and service providers get quality leads and high-ticket clients with her client attraction program, which helps them break through to their first $10,000 a month. Samantha started working in the online industry since 2008 and since then she's built her own community that has helped over 7,500 coaches, consultants and service providers attract their dream clients for their business. So Mm -hmm. Samantha, has Mm -hmm. it always been like this or like how did it all start out? Like how did you get started in this? Well, Actually, it didn't start out anything like this at all. Like I started out without a plan. So back in 2008, um, I came by this um, online opportunity of working online um, from a recommendation by a friend. So I was at college at the time. Um, I was about to graduate um, in our uh, with my marketing and management um, um degree at the time and um i felt a bit lost with what i was gonna do after i uh, after i graduated so i was already um, a few months to to graduating then but um yeah i didn't really know what to do after that so a friend of mine suddenly came to me like hey there's this opportunity for you to work online um I'm actually applying for it and he's looking for another person to do the work as well. So do you mind like trying to join me? So I thought like, hey, why not? It's going to be an additional income, right? So the moment I started working online, I was like, oh my God, like this is a huge, huge opportunity like with working online. I don't think a lot of people understood like the magnitude of, of, of like how this is going to change the way people are going to be working um, back then. But at the time, I really didn't have any goal for this. I just, oh, my mindset was just, okay, um, this is a great opportunity to earn and make money compared to like being in a corporate or office job and I'm actually making twice and three times as more. So um, 
back then I just started working more as a service provider and and um, I didn't even know anything at all like I had generous clients who would um, hire me just so they could also teach me um, how they run their business they taught me um, how to um, do administrative tasks for their business, social media management, article writing. My first job was actually online chat support. <laughs> um, that oh, was what I was doing for a for the client at the time. And and um, since then, like I had since I had the opportunity of like trying to make money online, I just um, thought there was no turning back for me. So. Um, eventually of course it it then evolved from just me being a service provider and and um people seeing that oh like she's able to travel the world because of uh the income she's making online um people started asking me how they can do the same so um i started doing workshops around my city and then eventually like around the country and then i realized like it wasn't sustainable doing it like that because the reason I, I wanted to work online as well is because of the freedom that it afforded me, right? Um, I was pretty much in control of my time. But holding these workshops around the country, it was taking up a lot of my time, my money as well because I had to pay for the accommodation, the venue and all of that. Um, so I tried to venture into like, hey, I'm already working online why not um, share what I'm doing to people online as well? So instead of like going from city to city, I can just share and teach them what I'm doing online. So um, came to the point where um, I started, I just started a Facebook group. Um, um, I was sharing tips, tricks and strategies there. And in less than a year, I was able to grow it into uh, members of 7,500 members and um, every time I launch my course or my programs um, it always gets sold out and I teach them how they can do the same um, pretty much I teach them how they can land high ticket clients as well and get people inside their business so that's how it all evolved but yeah it started out from from nothing pretty much and um, not necessarily like a well thought out plan like most people do now when like they want to jump into the online world with like a definite plan but with me it didn't start out that way i was just looking for for um an escape at the time because i was lost and confused with what i wanted to do and and it opened up new opportunities for me um just by trying out what it's like to work online so yeah and you know what it's funny that we have similar stories because i also started out out of school trying to mm -hmm. decide what i wanted to do came online and uh yeah i i tried a lot of things product e-commerce tried a lot of the affiliate marketing and then eventually i started doing seminars i started doing mm -hmm. seminars tons of seminars like it was a lot and from seminars i switched to teaching online so yeah our story <laughs> that <laughs> has similar roots so what challenges like have you experienced so far on your journey because i know 
it just like entrepreneurial journey isn't smooth one bit so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely not that easy and um i think a lot of people imagine when they get into this entrepreneurial business online that um the moment they launch something or they start something it's going to start generating some money right and i think that's a huge misconception not with not just with online businesses but with business in general um you really have to put a lot of time and effort um in it and i think the most important part of it is being patient as well and learning to accept that failure is 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 part of the process so um of course with me when i was starting out um just as a service provider um i was relying on my clients to like okay show me the way of what what i needed to do and of course if i wanted to get paid more i i, I was telling them like okay like i can take uh, i can take this work and i can learn how to do it along the way and i would do my own research and it added to my skill set so um eventually i i realized that um i was just stuck in a certain level of how much i was making per month and it wasn't a lot because um i was more of a service provider getting paid hourly for the work that i was providing them so then i was like i realized like oh, there's a certain ceiling to what i can offer to this clients uh, just being a service provider so um things changed when i started to actually start investing in courses because before i just relied on like free information online it's not that it's not helpful like the free information out there has been helpful but it's helpful to a certain degree right um it can only get you so far and if you really want to level up your business as well then you also have to change your mindset and um start investing in programs that will help you so i invested in a lot of programs i um at the time around 2014 i started a, a um a virtual assistant agency um and that was one of probably the failed uh decisions or uh that i have made in the past because um i really didn't know how to build up and set up a business um i didn't have the background for it i my mindset was more of a service provider so um in terms of like trying to bring in more more people in the team in the business um was out of outside of my forte it's not something that that um i was really familiar with and and in terms of pricing i was still pricing myself and my team as a as a service provider as well so i um i wasn't making money as a business i was making money as a service provider and now i also have to pay um a team of people who's um supporting uh, the business so of course in terms of um the money that we were making at the time it was in uh, a lot because now instead of me just earning my money now i have to share it with other people too and my pricing was really not uh, um basically it's more of a of a price for a service provider and not as a company so i had to shut that down so of course it was it was painful 
for me because when you start something it's like you treat it as your baby right it's like something that you own something that that is part of you but um of course with every failure comes the learning experience with it too so um from from doing that that's when i started moving on to to like hey um of course i cannot provide jobs or or work for all these other people even if i have the best intentions like i can't um coddle them all and like try to take care of them so what i can do instead is like show them how they can do it themselves like how they can get started with working online how they can get high ticket clients of their own how they can um market and and um and get paid for what they they deserve. So um because of that failure um I was able to evolve what I was going to my my approach and how I'm going to help these other people and that's how um I was able to to um grow a community of people that I was helping out and and um eventually launching sold out courses to them um because what I was offering is helping them um get ahead with with their business online too. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your the challenges you've experienced so far. Like it's really important that people hear uh, um these kind of stories so they don't think um starting an online business is all rosy. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so far what what would you say what what factor would you con- would you say has highly contributed to your success in your business in this past years? What what factor would you say helped? Oh, definitely like um in business like a huge part of it is like being always willing to learn. Um there's no there's no end to what you can do online. It's you have to constantly learn all the time and you constantly have to adapt to how the market is is um is moving because if you don't adapt um your business will die. That's just how it is. Adapt or die. So um throughout um throughout this time like uh, as i mentioned i started as a service pro- provider but um i just didn't think it was sustainable because there's a cap to what i was earning and at the same time more and more people are starting to become service providers as well so i had to find a way to differentiate myself uh, to other people so i can attract better clients and of course get paid handsomely for what i have to offer because um my experiences also and the skill set that i have to bring to the table is more than what most service providers that had to offer it's only when i had a client come to me and tell me like um um and tell me that oh um it seems like you know more than what um you know more than what your clients actually know so why are you still offering um why are you still I'm acting as a service provider and then that's when I realized oh my god yeah I I they come to me they ask me for help and they they 
they realize that I'm the expert on this. So why am I still still um, acting as a service provider? So um, that moment on, um, I invested in a lot of courses, and of course, a huge part of of, of um, where I am now is a mindset shift. So every time you reach a different level of your business, there's always that mindset shift that happens as well. Because when I was starting out, my mindset was um, more about just making enough money and um, just enough to make more um, to provide for myself and my family. And eventually, um, of course, the, the part of self-fulfillment um, comes into play. When you're not fulfilled with what you're doing anymore, um, there's a mindset shift that happens as well because your mind is still looking for growth. So um, that's when I realized um, when it, the client came to me and, and said that um, I'm I'm providing more information um, that that um, the clients don't even know that they uh, they need in their business. So. Um, that's when I started providing the coaching and consulting part of my business as well, because um, I, they come to me and ask for my help um, when it comes to like how they're supposed to market themselves, how they're supposed to do their launch um, with their courses. Um, um, they come from me and ask for my help with how they're supposed to structure their um, their entire pre-launch process with their copyright, with their funnel and everything. Um, so from that moment on, I realized, oh, okay, so now I need to shift my business in it. And, and um, because now the clients that come to me are demanding more from me. So in order for me to also give my best to my clients and I would have to change how I do my business and I would have to change also how I um, position myself in my business as well. Um, so they would recognize the value of what I am giving to them. So for me, it's like um, everything that has contributed to my growth is is hugely um, being open to learning all the time and ad adapting to changes and definitely um, the mindset um, that has to go with it. Because with every different stage that you go through with your business, you need to have a different mindset and a different um, um a different let's say habit that goes with it as well because you know what they say different level different devil you're once you reach a certain level you're dealing with different problems and your mind should be prepared to face that type of uh, challenge or problems you're gonna face um, that helps you grow as well so that's that's one thing that I like about this business and um, I heard from um, someone else say with your entrepreneurial business it's not just about like um building a business online or or making money from it it's uh, actually um personal development and character development at the same time because with each change and uh each um challenge that you face with your business you need to have the right mindset or the right a habit and the right character um to face all the challenges that you're that you're going through with your business, so yeah, I'd say definitely um, learning, adapting to change, and having the right mindset to deal with uh, challenges has helped me um, get to where I am today. Wow, 
like we shared something super important having personal development and also character because mm. yeah it's really really key in building your business Char- the character to be able to handle different kind of challenges because like you never can tell what can happen in business you just you must be ready to face whatever whatever comes your way so mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing that now thank you <laughs> we're gonna dive into the topic for today roadmap mm-hmm. to ten thousand dollars a month for coaches and service providers so mm-hmm. you want to share seven crucial keys you must have to break through to your first 10k month over mm-hmm. to you sammy okay thank you so much so yeah i i see a lot of coaches and consultants and service providers out there they're really offering just like me uh, uh, the reason i'm teaching this to them is because i've been through the same thing as well um you're providing a lot of uh your expertise and service to your clients and your knowledge to them um but for some reason you're just not breaking through your 10,000 month goal um there, and there's a lot of factors why that's not happening for them. And that's why I'm going to share these seven crucial keys they need in order for them to break through their first 10,000 month goal. Um, uh, this is what I call the four P's and three M's, right? So one of the, the first thing that a lot of people should focus on is their prospect or their leads, right? So I know a lot of people there are talking about getting leads organically and all of that stuff and and um, all these tactics and and st- and whatever just to capture leads. Um, and I'm gonna talk about like the difference of tactics and strategies as well. Um, but basically, people because they're using just tactics in instead of like proper strategies in their business, they're attracting low quality leads in their business too. Um, and and the reason for that is because they don't have um, clarity on who their prospect or who their leads are or who they're targeting, you know, the people who they want to target. So, um, and I struggled with that as well uh, before because I, I took an, any client that would um, want to hire me for me to build their their course or to write their sales copy or to write their email marketing campaigns um, instead of um, going deep into the business I was trying to service everyone and I was going wide once you start going wide and try to and you try to service everyone in your uh, everyone in different types of industries, then of course um, it's a lot harder for for um, people to actually grasp what you're doing, and they see you more as a commodity instead of an expert. So they see you, oh, okay, this person is um, is a person who just builds funnels, or this person is just a person who builds uh, who writes copy, and they see you as a commodity instead of of the expert that you truly are. So if you, instead of going wide and trying to target different people and trying to reach out to different people, like, oh, okay, um, 
I need this person um, to to. It seems like this person is a fit for me. It seems this uh, um, other person is a fit for me. Um, but they're on different industries. No, you if if you're servicing everyone, you're just uh, you're doing yourself um, a disservice actually, because you're not um, positioning yourself in a way that your your potential clients can actually see the value of what you're doing for them. So instead of going wide, go deeper into your customer avatar, like know who are the people that you want to target. Are you targeting um, female entrepreneurs? Are you targeting male entrepreneurs? Um, um, and instead of just entrepreneurs, what type of entrepreneurs are you targeting? Are they in the coaching business? Are they in the service provider business? Are they in the, um, um, let's say, e-commerce business? So yeah. there's still a way to dig deeper into your customer avatar. And the more deeper you dig into what they're looking for, then it, the more it's easier for your target audience to also find you as well. Um, so that's the number one thing you need to know um, your prospect very intimately not just like narrowing down your niche or narrowing down your customer avatar but you know you have to know um, the your prospect or your class customer avatar intimately in a sense of what they what are their challenges what are their fears what are they uh, struggling with um, these are the things that you need to know with your target uh, customer so that when you know these things it's easier for you to provide the solution to their problem and it's easier for them to find you at the same time so the second P is your presence or what I also call positioning so as I mentioned earlier if you position yourself as another commodity in the industry of course they're not gonna see you the value that you provide for them so if they see that you're just a funnel builder then they're just going to see, oh, this is another person that I can just pay for this amount. Um, there are a thousand other funnel builders out there. I don't see anything special with what she does. Um, so instead of, of, of positioning yourself as another commodity, you need to position yourself um, as an expert in your industry. And that uh, shows a lot with how you're having, with how you project yourself with social media. And we're not just talking about like having the cover photos and and your um, and and your pictures on your social media or website. These are all surface level, but it's also how you um, have conversations with the people with your uh, with your target audience and your prospects as well. So um, a lot of that has to do with positioning and uh, and. Um, part of how you position yourself is how um, you also make yourself accessible to, to your target audience. Are you making them, um, is it easy for them to access you and talk to you um, when they try to reach out to you? Do you have a certain process around it and stuff like that? Um, so positioning is a huge, huge part of, of how you can actually um, break the barrier of of just being seen as a commodity and as an expert, right? So um, 
with with positioning the next part that comes with it is also process as i mentioned earlier there should be a certain process with how you with your conversations with your clients with how you handle your business as well so with the process there are actually different functions in your business that you need to have certain processes on as well so you have your marketing your sales your operations your accounting your HR, your research and development, and your management. So that in order, because marketing for, comes first before sales. So what's your process with how you market yourself? What's your process with how you do your sales with your uh, potential clients? What's your process with the operations or the delivery of, of uh, what you promised to your clients? What's your process with um, developing your programs or your courses, let's say? It's your process with um, bringing in people to support you in your business. So you have to have processes in your business. Otherwise, if you don't have this, then um, there's really no room for scale or growth because you're all over the place. So you need to have certain processes laid down with how you do your business. So, of course, there are also key components of uh, on what processes you need to focus on depending on where you are in your business um but of course it's something that i would i would also discuss in in uh, the pro the program that i'm about to launch so after process uh, the final step to the p is your pricing so this is um i think a lot of people are 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 um either charging too little for what they're um, actually sharing with their clients. I, I've talked to so many people um, online and so many um, clients of mine, and then I ask them how much they're charging for their service um, whenever we do our free strategy call. And and I'm actually always surprised to, say, to see that um, they're either charging too low for their service or sometimes it seems that they're charging too high, right? Because everyone teaches that you should be, oh, don't know your worth, charge higher for your services. But can you really justify charging higher for your services if you don't have your processes down, right? Um, that's why process comes first before the pricing, because if you don't have a process on how you deal with your business, and uh, a process on how you can walk through your client to get them to the desired results that they want. What will, how can you justify the price that you're charging them at the same time? So if you want to charge high and you want to charge what you're worth and you should charge what you're worth, you need to uh, work on your process as well and how you can um, provide the, the, the service or or um, what your client is looking for when they when they came to you for help, right? So having process down is very important, and the pricing will follow once you have your process uh, down. So some of my clients that I talk to, they do have their process down, but they're not charging enough because they're not confident with with how much they're charging. Um, because they feel like, um, mm, I don't have results yet, or I, um, I've done this for my clients, but I haven't done this for myself. So how will clients believe me that, that I can help them get through this? So, um, 
and which brings us to to the other M of 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 the seven crucial keys, right? So I said four P's and three M's. So the other M there is mindset, um, which is again, as I mentioned earlier on this call, mindset is a huge part of it. You need to have a shift in your mindset with how how your um, how you see you're servicing your clients and how it um, how the dynamics have changed when 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 you're offering something that's more that has has a more um, structure to to what you're providing them so if you're confident that you're gonna be able to to get them results with what you have to offer then you shouldn't be afraid of charging the the um, what's what's um what you actually deserve the price that uh, you know is worth the program right so there's a mindset that also comes with that um, a mindset shift and of course it be, with everything um in this in this entire thing that you're doing with your business in order for you to finally break through the um 10k mark you also have to um, know um, the, this is the most crucial part as well. Is you have to know you know you have a clear mission with what you're doing um, because people can sense if you're just doing this for a money grab or if you're actually doing this because you want to help people. So if your mission is clear and people can see and understand that you're doing this because you have a mission for them. Um, then they easily gravitate to you uh, and and choose to work with you and finally of course your message as well um like how are you gonna get them to their desired result what what's um your unique message that will attract them to want to work with you because of course there's also a lot of coaches and consultants and service providers out there so what is your unique message that would make them want to work with you so mission and message comes together, uh, comes hand in hand. Um, if you're clear with your mission, with how you're going to help your clients and what you want to do for them, and you're clear with your message and on how you're um, going to be delivering the things that they're that they're looking for. If you're clear with your message, what you stand for and what you stand against, um, then you're going to be attracting the clients that. Um, you are looking for instead of just attracting random clients and uh, different types of clients in your business. So yeah, there you have it. So pretty much the seven crucial keys is one, your prospect, getting clarity on who your prospect is. And instead of going wide, you should be going deep. Um, you need to uh, know how to um, work on your presence or your positioning in, in your business instead of being seen as a commodity. Um, you need to position yourself as the expert in your industry. Um, your process, um, your process in the different functions of your business and your process on how you're going to be delivering the results of what your client is looking from you, right? Then your pricing as well is charging what you're worth um, and, and charging what you're, what, what you think is truly deserving for the time and effort that you put into the programs that you share with your clients.
and then the mindset shift also comes with that because um, it, um, I know it's going to be difficult to charge more for your clients if your mindset is not ready for it and there's a huge um, I, I like the what my mindset coach actually recently told me uh, the only way getting in the way of your success is you you're getting in your own way um, it's because um, there's a lot of like mental and emotional blocks that's stopping you um, from getting to where you want because you have this all these limiting beliefs and old uh, old belief patterns that um, you've attached to yourself and now you have to break through that as well so a mindset shift is a huge part of that and and we'll definitely be touching on that as well um, in the program and of course your mission and your message um, you should be clear with your mission on how you're going to help your clients and why you're doing this for them and your message finding your unique message or your unique voice so you can start attracting your dream clients in your business Wow, like you covered a lot <laughs> in like short period of time. Like you're so correct about the positioning yourself as an expert in, in your industry because you don't want to start out a campaign that you would attract all kinds of people. It's mm -hmm. it, it would eventually become really really difficult. And people won't really know what to say that you're mm. good at. So, mm. for example, if you look at the big brands today, when they call a certain name, you you can attach a particular word to it, right? Mm. So yeah. When they call Michael Jordan, everybody that in instantly rings basketball, right? Mm. So when they call, so when they call certain names there's something that clicks in the mind of people about that name. So mm -hmm. yeah, positioning yourself as an expert is the way to go right now. Mm -hmm. And also having a high ticket package is super, super, super important mm -hmm. for profits in your business. So mm -hmm. thank you so much, Sammy. Thank you too. Thank you for having me here. Yes. Is there anything you would like to share? your program how uh -huh. people can keep how people can uh your website your program how people can join uh -huh. sure absolutely so um if you're um a coach or a consultant or a service provider and you're earning good money already but you still haven't broke through to that 10k month of yours then um Please do join my group where it's uh, the New Rich Society. So uh, I can provide the link here. It's bit.ly forward slash the New Rich Society. So I share tips and strategies there. Um, um, some strategies for how you're going to position yourself, some strategies on um, the process that you need to take and on how to market yourself and attract your clients and stuff like that. So I share bits and pieces of, uh, of um, strategies inside the group. And also, if you want to know how you're going to break through to your first 10K month and if you're struggling to do that, then um, you can jump on a free call with me. Um, no strings attached. It's just an assessment of what you can do to move forward with your business in order for you to break to your first 10K. 
you can reach me at Calendly, calendly.com forward slash Samantha Justine. Um, or if you just want to see the tips and strategies that I share, you can check out my Facebook um, profile, um, Sammy Justine Official, or my Facebook page, which is Samantha Justine Official. So you can go ahead and find me there. But the most important part of, of all this is um, my Facebook group. And um, if you're ready to break through to your first 10K uh, this month, then just book a call with me at calendly.com forward slash Samantha Justin. Wow. I'm, I'm, thank you so much for that. I'm going to put all her links in the description. So irrespective of wherever you're listening to this episode on youtube on spotify apple podcast google podcast anywhere you're listening to this all her links will uh, it's in the description box so thank you so much samantha i appreciate it thank you so much thank you for having me here and i appreciate the time for for having for bringing me here <laughs> yeah so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you on another episode. Bye. Bye.